0: Or call 1 855 eloquis You're listening to Mark in Kitchen. Look for Mark on Twitter at Mark Dondero, 1037 W E E I, Southern New England Sports Original.
1: All right, back here on the Mark in Kitchen show. It's time for Rapid Fire. Let's get it on.
2: It's time, that's right. All right, Mark and Ben, thoughts on Taylor Swift's and Brittany Mahomes' touchdown handshake from last week? And do you and Ben have a handshake like that?
1: Uh, I haven't Mark seen, and ben I haven't a lot of seen each other in
3: person for so, months.
1: We we don't have a handshake. Um we we don't have a handshake and we don't have No, we've never fact, had a handshake. So I don't I, I, I don't I mean, think
3: we've ever even touched each other. I don't think we've ever made physical contact.
1: No, we have. Cause we did have, remember we did that, um, that photo, like the Jalen Brown, um, the Jalen Brown, Marcus smart thing. You're right. That was the one time. Everybody has it. their one time. So we don't have a handshake, but, uh, if you have a good handshake, it could look good.
3: Yeah. Most people go overboard with it, but yeah, if you have a good one, it's fine. Next. Best Halloween candy to have out for trick-or-treaters? What, I, I don't care what necessarily it is. Full-size it. Full-size it. That's the best. That's the best. Everyone knows which house is the full-size house. They're always the popular house. Why? Not because they necessarily have better
1: candy. They have full-size candy. Um, yeah. That, what else do you want me to say there? They, I mean... I feel like we've had this question before. Yeah. The big ones next.
3: You don't top full size. No, I've said this before. A full size Snickers is delicious. A Snickers mini is trash. It's the Same candy bar. Doesn't make any sense.
1: I actually don't feel that way. I think the little ones are still good. Um, But if you, I mean, there's nothing like seeing the big, the Hershey bar, the actual full size one. So yeah, I mean, that's an easy answer. I, I, that's an easy answer. Yes, the bigger ones.
2: All right. Before we go on a strange rabbit hole there, thoughts on Zach Wilson going on vacation during his
1: bye week? What do I care? Does it matter? I mean...
2: Uh, some some sports radio uh, hosts were not happy about
1: it. No, I could see why. Um, yeah, I could see why. I could see why. That why? Would, I mean, I don't care. I don't think... I mean, have some... That doesn't do you any favors, dude. You're trying to establish yourself, reestablish yourself in the league. Don't do that. Um, I, I mean, you're not good enough to do that and come back and play well, in my mind. I don't know why Listen, you don't get I, into the film room. If,
3: if he needed a mental break to get away for a couple of days, go on vacation in the middle of the season, fine. That's probably far more important than what the public perception really is. If it means you come back fresh and ready to go and you're good, and who's to say he wasn't in his playbook while he was on quote-unquote vacation. But I don't think it's that big of a deal. If he plays well coming out of it, no one remembers it. If he stinks, everyone will hang it on him. So whatever. Don't worry so much about the public perception if it was what was actually best for you in that moment.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I just think there's other ways to do that. Um, that was me
3: being a weirdly kind
1: to him. Yeah, I, I'm just look. There's a risk associated with something like that if you're Zach Wilson, because you're not good enough to just come back and play well. So, I, I you know it could the risk is if you do something like that, it gets out, and then you come back and continue to play poorly or play poorly or whatever. You then have that that's John, be Od- Odell Beckham situation against you.
3: Yeah, you get the Odell Beckham Giants right. situation where they go to Miami. Uh, you've got the Tony Romo. Um, uh, what's her name going to Mexico, which really shouldn't have been a big deal because it was like two hours away, essentially. Jessica Simpson. Yeah. If he's fine afterwards, no big deal.
1: It's just a risk. It's a risk that you are now taking because the perception will be what it is, fair or not, if you come back. It's a risk that they're going
3: to trash you. They're already trashing.
1: I guess. All right. Next.
3: How old do you think it's going to be too old for you to go trick-or-treating?
1: I, I always had the cut. Are you asking us
3: because you still want to go and you need us to validate your opinion, Devin? Absolutely not.
1: Uh, are you I don't sure? know if I buy that. I don't either. Um, eighth grade is the cutoff for me. You don't need to be trick or treating after eighth grade. And by the time you're in eighth grade, you're probably out there messing around, not actually trick or treating.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, seventh, eighth grade, that's when you're quote unquote trick or treating, but you're really just getting dressed up, going to where. The same street that all the kids your age are going to, and you're really just hanging out with them. You're yeah. not really trick or treating, or
1: you're, um, you're hanging or you're out in the cemetery, chaos. yeah. You know, or, you're,
3: or, you're, wherever it is, kids in your town that age hang out.
1: Yeah, I think after eighth grade, you know, traditional uh, a traditional Halloween process after eighth grade, I think somebody's got to step in there. So high uh, school, yeah. so
2: long, so long, trick or treating. Hello, Halloween parties. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. the natural evolution
3: of.
1: I, I know, don't even how even that remember goes. doing anything for Halloween in high school. Not in high school. Um, it was just no. another night. I think in in college, that's where Halloween takes. That that's where Halloween was the best in college.
3: Well, that's when you're starting to actually do Halloween parties, Oh, that themed was the best. parties. You know, there are no themed parties in high school.
1: Halloween no. in college.
3: Next. High school party is, who has the older sibling that can get the keg? Yeah. That's it.
1: Next.
2: Thoughts on the James Harden situation with the Sixers?
1: You know, I don't think – the Sixers are not a contender in my mind. I'm actually looking to see if Joel Embiid gets traded to, like, the Knicks or somebody. Um, mm-hmm. James Harden, I don't – I know statistically he could still be and still is a productive player. Um, I just don't see him – as a difference maker anymore. I don't know where he could go that could scare me, honestly, based on his M.O. I mean, where could he go, Kitch, that would scare you right now if he went to a team? Hmm. Miami? Meh. A little bit, but not really. I mean, the Lakers? Like, I don't know where he would go that would scare me. No, Harden doesn't really scare me anymore. Right. I I mean, the Clippers, people have been talking about the The Clippers. no it doesn't really i don't care about that
3: no 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 no. clippers they
1: feel all over the hill paul uh, they're not making it out of the west why leonard and
3: they're not making it out of the west so you don't have to worry about them you don't have to worry about them they're not making it out of the west that's just that's as simple as it is um you know the heat a little bit because if you replace lowry with harden right that is a significant upgrade that's right um And I don't know if Harden can get away with the same kind of stuff he's gotten away with in Miami with Pat Riley and with Jimmy Butler and Spolstra.
1: Right, especially if you put him – not that he would accept this role, but if you put him as like a guy off the bench or somebody that was just trying to create a spark offensively when needed, and, you know, you put him alongside Hero and Bam and Butler, and all of a sudden you got Harden there as like an X factor, that's a pretty – you're right. If he's replacing a guy like Kyle Lowry, that's a huge upgrade. That's a huge and by, by the way,
3: so, some of the narrative around all this stuff is like, you know, people being so like pro Sixers, pro Daryl Morey and everything. So anti-Harden. Daryl Morey is the James Harden of GMs. A little bit of flash. Yeah. But never wins.
1: Yep. It's a good point. So, it's a good comparison. I, I'm not
3: exactly like overwhelmingly on the high side of Maury or the Sixers and thinking that James Harden is fully the bad guy here. Yeah. I think Maury's a dope too. Next. Thoughts on the Bruins first loss Thursday night against the Anaheim Ducks.
1: Stupid way to lose that game. Yes. Um, a bad loss. You can't lose in that fashion. You can't lose. I mean, that was, you know, history on the line. Not that that matters. I, but like I said, them dominating in the regular season is unsettling to me, fair or not. Now, they have a good chance to bounce back against the hot Red Wings team. I think that game's tonight, right? Do we have that game? Yes, we do. Yeah, so that's a nice—everything will be fine. But I don't remember too many losses like that last year. Um, so maybe that was the first time the steady maybe in the playoffs. of Patrice Bergeron not being there was felt. I don't know but they didn't lose many games like that. I don't expect, I mean, when they were in the lead in the third period last year, it was on lock. They they won the game. So I remember well, last week
3: when I made you feel a little bit better and gave you the uh, late nineties Broncos example.
1: That did make me feel better.
3: Can I give you another one? Yeah. Um. Remember the 2015, 16 Warriors that went 73 and nine. Yeah. And choked, choked away the finals. Yep. But well, they came back next year, had an excellent regular season again and won the finals
1: yeah I mean I don't know who Kevin Durant is on this Bruins team but yes (laughs) I'm just trying to well no who's who's Terrell Davis on this
3: team okay but I'm just I'm gonna keep finding because you're gonna feel this way the entire season so every week I'm gonna try not every week because that's impossible but from time to time I'm gonna try and find examples from previous seasons maybe other sports to make you feel better about this.
1: It's team. just a unique situation where they've been so good. I mean, they literally since 2011 have done everything imaginable that you would want your team to do and accomplish except win the championship. So until that happens, it's hard to feel good about any I mean, I don't know what you could tell me other than maybe them absolutely like ridiculously loading up with the most high-end talent in the Eastern Conference you know and say this is why it's going to be different and better this year i don't know what they could do i don't know what win streak they could go on i don't know who they could put in goal or how the goalie could perform that would that would make me be or that would make me say okay now i truly believe it's going to be different come june this year i until it happens that this is where we are next all
3: right fellas real quick my producer's question what's been your best
0: and worst halloween costume
1: we do it every year. The best costume I ever had was Jack Sparrow my senior year of college. Yeah, Hulk the... Hogan.
3: What was that? Uh, I I was Hulk Hogan. That was my best one.
1: Okay. Well, you know something, brother. Happy Halloween. For those that are out there trick-or-treating, good luck. Stay safe. We appreciate it. We both have the Patriots losing this game um, on Sunday. Recovering. But covering. Close game. Cover game. Okay. Thanks, boys. Thanks for the help. This is the Martin Kitchen Show, 1037-WEI.